Welcome to Milo Time, where we dive into the list of things that Milo loved and spend some time with my beautiful, amazing, awesome, fantastic boy, Milo. Welcome to another episode of Milo Time. Daryl Kessler along with Lisa Cohen. That's me. Lisa, it's good to be with you again in our remote studio in Sherman, Connecticut. <laughs> Metropolis. The Metropolis of Sherman, Connecticut. That's right. You know, uh, we've just passed our 20th episode. This is our 21st episode. And um, a couple of people have asked me a little bit about how we're recording. And I've explained to them that we're recording on Adobe Audition. And when they ask who does the editing, I say sort of generally I do, but I'm quick to point out that I've actually done zero editing <laughs> on any episodes. Right. Um, I think people have the sense maybe that we're recording 30 or 40 minutes per episode and I'm spending hours <laughs> editing it down, which is well beyond my capability. Right. Um, but thanks to the work I think that we do together, sort of not necessary. And we're just recording 10 to 20 minutes each time. Yeah. And the episode that people are hearing is just that 20 15, right. 10 minutes unedited, really. Right, right. Well, I, I think, you know, you had the idea to make this list and then it was kind of like, seemed like a automatic construction to just go go through each thing and talk about it. N none of them really are, would make for an hour long episode anyway. So um, it kind of works out as a nice construct. Yeah, and it was your idea, of course, to do it that way and to keep them in sort of more bite-sized nuggets, which bite was size. really a That's great right. idea because so many people have said they take Milo for a walk, they listen on their way to work, and it's nice. a good-sized episode. So keep listening. And again, we promise you're getting the unvarnished, unedited <laughs> Daryl and Lisa here. That's true. So of course, once again, we look at the list of things that Milo loved. And Lisa, let us know if something is catching your eye today. It is. Rockaway Beach. Rockaway Beach has caught a lot of eyes over the years. <laughs> yeah, my kids went in high school. That was like a thing to do. Yes. As a city kid. That's right. That's right. So this is a this is one of my favorite stories. And it's probably going to lead into another story, but I have to backtrack a little bit before I even get into why Rockaway Beach is on this list as one of the things Milo loved. Uh, so Milo and his friends from elementary and middle school remained very close. Many kids who were in the public school system in New York City would travel to high schools very far afield from where they lived and very separate from their friends from their neighborhood. So Milo had a group of great friends from elementary school, PS321, and then from middle school, MS51. But his group of nine or 10 friends who were boys went to like six different or seven different high schools among them. What was interesting and sort of unique about Milo and his friends is they really remained very close as elementary and middle school friends and had social lives in high school, but it seemed to Alana and me that their social lives remained closer to the neighborhood. Certainly Milo went to Brooklyn Tech High School, which draws students from all over the city and maybe is a little bit less social than some other high schools as a result, even though the student body was so large. And they had this great group of friends in the neighborhood who, again, even though they went to so many high schools, remained really close. So that group, and I'd be, I'm going to try to get all the names, and I apologize if I miss anybody, Matt Viscardi and Jacob Friedman, James Grayson, Eli Schiffman, 
Ben Muchnick and Charlie Naxon and Brant Sistrom and Sorum Body. That was Milo's crew, again, elementary school and middle school. Well, when we were, when the boys were very young, Alana and I would encourage them to take advantage of the city, as I'm sure you did with your mm-hmm. kids as well. And we encouraged the kids to get involved in things, even if they were things that on the face of them, we might not approve of. And we thought it was appropriate and even appropriate to tell them that we kind of expected them to do some things they didn't tell us about and that we, again, might not have completely approved of. Now, is it circular to say, do something we don't approve of? Does that mean we then approve of it or all that other stuff? But the concept was kind of push the boundaries a little bit and Mm -hmm. have some fun. So one night, Milo had said to us that he was going out with some of his friends. He's probably... 15 years old at the time. Said mm-hmm. he was going to go out with some of his friends and then they were going to sleep at one of their friends' homes. Oh boy. That's yeah. always, <laughs> that's always, always a good <laughs> the red story. flag always right there. A red flag. Yeah. But, you know, we, we, as we said to the boys many times, we trust your judgment. You've sort of earned the trust, yes. which can be withdrawn, but yeah. we trust you. We trust right. you. Right. So he went out that night. We knew he was sleeping at a friend's house. So we didn't think twice about the fact that he hadn't come home. And at about, 5.30 in the morning, Alana woke up for no good reason and checked Milo on Find My Phone. And his phone was in Rockaway Beach. <laughs> and Alana woke me up and said, you know, some combination of Milo and his phone or his phone is at Rockaway Beach and it's 5.30 in the morning. Her first thought was that his phone had been stolen. Mm. And then mine spun to, you know, maybe even worse possibilities. And she called Milo Milo said, I'm fine. I'll give you more details later. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, boy. That's oh not boy. good. That's you don't want to hear that. Oh, right, you don't want to hear that. Uh, so it turned out that Milo and his friends had this brilliant idea, and I think it was some, if not all, of the names I mentioned already, mm-hmm. um, to sleep at their friend Soren's house, whose name I know I have mentioned, and then before the crack of dawn, get up and take the train out to Rockaway Beach and watch the sunrise there, Aww. and to go swimming, which was kind of a, a nice thought. Pushing now, boundaries, as you as you suggested. Pushing boundaries, definitely. Yeah. Now, I've talked on previous episodes about how poor a swimmer Milo was. Oh, boy. <laughs> so when I hear about Milo going to the beach sort of without an adult and anything yeah. else. Without with, swimmies on. Yeah, without, without swimmies <laughs> on. And I, I, my first thought was, oh, gosh, I hope Milo didn't get in the water. Um, but my second thought was, who was on the train at four in the morning Oof. on a Saturday night, Sunday morning, or Friday night, Saturday morning, in any event? All, my, all the way out there. I mean, that is a long train ride for, for those who don't know. Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that train I ride? I have not, but I've, I've looked at it on the map and thought I'll never do it. It's, it's really unbelievable because it is basically the end of the A line right. and then a bus ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did all of that. I think Milo explained to us that the train ride and the bus ride combined took about an hour and a half. And then when Alana called Milo, they were already on their way home and it was like 5.30 mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. But they did something that, as you noted, is kind of like a city kid thing to do. Mm-hmm. They took the yeah. subway in the middle of the night out to Rockaway Beach. They did a little swimming. I'm grateful that Milo was with his friends, well, particularly his friend James Grayson, who was about as poor a swimmer as Milo was. (laughs) Some of the other kids in that group were good swimmers. Others, in addition to Milo and James, 
swam more like city kids. So mm-hmm. I had some confidence that they didn't get in too deep literally. Yeah. Um, but they took the train out to the Rockaways and spent uh, spent the morning seeing the sunrise and swimming a little bit and hanging out at the beach and then taking the train home and expecting probably that no adults would be any the wiser. And we probably would never have been right. had Alana not woken right. up randomly. Yeah, yeah. But that same crew, you know, when I'm... This episode is intended to be focused on Rockaway Beach. When I think about that crew, I think about uh, trips that they took together without adults. Some combination of that same group, and it may have been all of them, decided that they were going to go to Six Flags in New Jersey. Great adventure. Oh, boy. Together. That's, a, that's a haul. Yeah, that's a haul. And they, they didn't want a parent to drive them, that they were going to take care of it mm-hmm. on their own. Mm-hmm. So they on their own, figured out the bus schedule from, I guess the bus probably went from Port Authority and down to Six Flags. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of them got up really early in the morning. And I think they did this more than once, but the story I'm telling is about the first trip and there's a reason for it. Again, the same group of some combination of these nine boys, they got to Port Authority. They took the bus to Great Adventure. They had a phenomenal time at Great Adventure going on all the rides, um, spending the, the entire day there, getting sunburned, <laughs> eating all kinds of garbage. One of the last rides that they did was the log flume. And they figured out that, well, we'll do that at the end and then we'll just hop on the bus and go home. Well, they didn't think twice about the fact <laughs> that they were getting on the bus. The air conditioning was blowing. They were all soaking oh, wet. Oh, my God. So they get on the bus. They're really eager to get home. So they're listening to the announcements that buses making stops in New Jersey, and they hear an announcement that we're, our next stop is Penn Station. And they said, Penn Station? Oh, boy. It was I didn't, Newark. I don't feel like- Oh, no. You, you, you buried the lead. You buried the lead. <laughs> they say, Penn Station, we got to get off this bus. I gave it away. Oh, yeah. no. So they get off the bus at Penn Station, which I suppose is where they left from. It wasn't Port Authority. It must have been Penn Station. Anyway, they get off at Penn Station, which none of them is aware- also exists in Newark, New Jersey. And they get out and they're kind of looking around <laughs> and they're looking at each other like, this doesn't look that I don't familiar. see Madison Square right. Garden. But this, they said Penn Station. You heard it, right? Yeah. I heard yeah, it too. Yeah. And they went up to somebody in like a transit authority uniform and said, where is the uh, subway? Ugh. And the woman laughed at them and said, the New York subway? <laughs> and they said, yeah, the New York subway. And they said, well, um, you're in Newark. And you need to wait for the next bus, and that next bus is an hour away. And they were standing there soaking wet, and it was sundown already and freezing cold. One way or another, I think they took the next bus, um, and they ended up getting back to, it was either Penn Station or Port Authority. It must have been Penn Station, I guess, and ended up getting home really, really late after um, an unintentional stop in uh, Soaking wet. In Newark. Soaking wet in Newark. Well... That is a good memory. I mean, that's 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 a thing that you keep. That's an that's an awesome one. And you know, you and I have talked about the possibility of some of those boys whose names I've mentioned and others Milo was very close with and some of the girls he was friendly with coming on to oh, yeah. Milo time and maybe defend themselves. Dude, tell, they tell probably have some story. great details going yes. on there. They're probably right. One of them is they're gonna try and say who who it was that said, Let's get off. That's yes. Penn Station. Yes. Yes. And I'm sure there's a lot more detail to this story. <laughs> yeah. And many others. I've When I've spoken to those boys and girls, now young men and women, about 
coming on the show or otherwise just talking to us yeah. about Milo, yeah. I really encourage them to say like, tell me the truth. I don't really, I'm an adult. <laughs> right. I, there's no need to be embarrassed or worried that I'm going right. to be mad about something you guys were into. I mean, no, again, it's, it's, it's pure entertainment body, at this point. You know, it's... Unless they buried a body in a reservoir right. or something. Beyond that, I just want to hear the story. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. For those of Milo's friends who are out there listening, oh, yeah. I'm going to be on you. I'm going to be on you this summer about coming on yeah. and doing some work on Milo time and filling in some gaps and sharing some other. There really is great much stories. more, obviously much more. Obviously, much more yeah, to yeah. be continued. That's all we have on this episode of Milo Time. Be sure to continue joining us as we continue scrutinizing the list of things that Milo loved. Thank you. <laughs>